Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I am your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and it's been, I don't know how many weeks in quarantine, um, maybe week four, and I've had a particularly rough week this week. Um, emotionally, it's been very draining, and there's been a lot of shadows coming up because I had to make some big decisions about my life and what to do for the next year, where I'm going to live, and things just don't look the way I had planned. And for myself, uh, someone who is a type A major planner kind of person, I'm not rigid. I'm just a planner. (laughs) I enjoy plans. I enjoy the aspect of having something to look forward to. And um, I had to make a decision this week that was the most logical and most sensible decision, but not the one that I wanted to make. And so it's put me in kind of a mood and I've been feeling really resentful against the universe and feeling like, gosh, like sometimes it feels like I don't get to want what I want or I don't get to have what I want. And that makes me feel like an angry three-year-old. Give me my toy. (laughs) Um, As I'm sure a lot of you guys are feeling that way with all of the delays and cancellations and change of plans and uncertainty and fear. And I thought for a while, I was like, wow, I'm really getting a hold of this quarantine. Like I'm doing okay. And then there's like the dip to hell (laughs) where it's like everything is falling apart. So I had to, I've been, this is what I'm learning right now. I had all these shadows come up, my fear of abandonment, my deep um, unwillingness to want to ask for help because I'm afraid I'm going to burden someone, my fear of being alone for the rest of my life, Um, and that I'm not going to have access to Um, the type of people I want to be around in order to meet someone special for my life and coming into so much contact with that because I'm in isolation I'm by myself (laughs) and I'm driving myself crazy (laughs) Um, with the meanderings of the the what if and for those of you guys who are who are married and or have children I'm sure this time is super challenging for you as well there's some you know you probably want to kill your husband or wife or children uh for that matter 
don't do that. Um, but there are aspects that are probably pretty challenging. I can't really identify with those. Um, but I know that for people who are single and who are isolating by themselves, even some that are isolating with, isolating with other people, um, it can be really, really challenging because you feel alone. And that isolation feels a little harder, um, not harder than anyone else, but harder for yourself if you've already struggled with being single, if you've already struggled with feeling like, um, you know, you want to call in a special partner, a person, you want to have a teammate or have someone that you can do life with. And I think that it's pretty evident that, at least if you've listened to most of my podcasts up to this point, I'm a, a single woman in her mid-30s, and I have the same very human desires um, that most people have at this point in their life. And considering a lot of the things that I've, I've gone through or been through, um, it's something that has become pressingly more important lately. And with no distractions of being able to be like, well, I'm just going to take this trip or I'm going to spend more time with my family or I'm just going to really dig into work right now or um, I'm going to work on this project and I'm not going to have to focus on how much I desire this thing. Because if I get very real about that thing that I really desire, I'm going to have to feel sad about not having it or... I'm going to have to coax myself into some type of hope, which the hope then thus spurs some type of expectation, which expectation starts to spur some type of timeline. And if that timeline continues to get delayed or pushed back or deferred, it causes suffering. And I'm a little bit of a stoicist in that regard, or maybe even a Buddhist, if that's the case. Um, about like not creating you know expectations that everything is neutral and you know you need to just look at life as it comes to you so I've been I've tried to suppress that desire I've tried to suppress my longing to live in another country or any of the other aspects of plans that have been canceled because of what's been going on and I've thrown myself headfirst into this podcast and connecting with you guys and also just being very super observant about what it is that I'm feeling that I'm going through that's causing me suffering and knowing that I've done extensive research on my own and through the people that I've interviewed just knowing that like there's there's been so much that I've learned on this spiritual front, I cannot take all of the things that I've learned up to this point and somehow mash them into a nugget that will suffice right now. Like I am in my humanity as deep as I can be and I think I've been in the clouds for a really long time and that's allowed me to have some type of like satiation and in accordance to things that I might have felt like I was suffering with. Um, but this time I can't escape it. I can't spiritually bypass. I have to deal with what I'm feeling. I have to deal with my sadness. I have to deal with my loneliness. I have to deal with my isolation. And I have to deal with my wounds. 
and I have an episode called um, something about um, stop feeling guilty about your wounds. We're healing the collective. That's a very good episode if you haven't listened to it. Um, And I started thinking about that, like, you know, like we're always talking about all this healing and stuff as a result of doing something. But what does it mean to heal when you can't do anything? And I thought that that was something that was like really present for me. Like, what am I healing in my stillness? What am I healing in my surrender? What am I healing in my letting go? And what does it feel like to be able to release those expectations and those fears, those that control when you can't do anything? <sighs> Particularly when it comes to, like I, I, have, I have loads of things that I deal with. You guys have loads of things to deal with. And there might be something on that list for you that's like the highest thing, right? So maybe it's a baby. Like you just really, like you've always known you've wanted to be a mom and you just like, that is your thing. Um, I've never really had so much of that desire. Like I think I want a family at some point, but um, that's not what's been my highest need. My highest need has always been wanting a partner and not for the marriage, not for the wedding, like not for the you know, the kind of like superficial reasons of having a partner for the romance and stuff like that. Like those things are nice, but like I, I feel that I'm so deeply called and tied to some soul on this earth and I know him, I feel him, I dream about him. And I don't mean that in like a, I dream about him. I mean, like I have actual dreams about this particular person where they, they tell me things like, don't give up or um, I'm, I'm close by, I'm coming to you and, and things like that. Like, and I wake up and I'm like, motherfucker, where are you at? Don't tell me you're close by and wait another year. And, and I feel that heaviness in my soul that like I am, I'm feeling I am without. And there's two things about that. One, I am whole by myself, right? You are whole by yourself. Um, there's no one in there that completes you, but very much on a soul level, I feel this deep connection to someone I've had multiple lives with and I feel them, but I can't see them. I feel them, but I haven't met them. Um, I, I, I understand that it's, it's coming, but I don't know when, and I feel frustrated by, the time that seems to walk by in between. So imagine my dismay when I have set off to do this incredible remote year um, to travel the world and and do all this really amazing stuff, I thought, um, and to have all that canceled. And not only to have it canceled, but to have the irony of having moved out of my apartment (laughs) and packed everything up and put it in storage only four months later to have to move right back in (laughs) a little butthurt about that and i know everything happens for a reason the universe is probably just blah 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 blah. yeah i know um trying to get there (laughs) but i've been feeling frustrated not because of you know like i hate moving like anybody does um but 
it's not that it's that this in this core belief in the belly of my existence i somewhere have adopted that it's impossible for me to meet anybody here where i live and or um because i learned all of my behaviors of unworthiness here like i learned that i was an outcast i learned that because I was over a certain size, I wasn't beautiful here, or because of my race, I wasn't wanted here, or um, because of other you know, factors, the way that I believe in things, or my spirituality, or my, my politics, that I'm not welcome here. So a lot of painful, I would say a lot of painful belief systems were developed in this space. And maybe you have a place like that, you know, like that you feel like, ah, you know, this is not, this is where I learned this about myself or this this is where I developed this wound. So also being that um, I'm in the Midwest, middle of America, and I'm a highly progressive, very liberal, very spiritual, very woo-woo, <laughs> very direct, outspoken woman um, who is not afraid of her curves and or her voice. So that makes me a little bit of an anomaly and someone who is not as readily chosen. Um, so I developed some wounds around that of feeling like I wasn't lovable or whatever. So however that resonates for you, kind of look into whatever that's developed for you. But in this time, while everything has been kind of closed down, those wounds have been glaring and dripping open. And I haven't had my travels to distract me from them. I haven't had, you know, like social gatherings with friends or family to be able to satiate my desire for some type of relationship or connection to people. Down to, I haven't even had a hug in a while. I'm feeling something about that, feeling really sad about that. Um, human connection, like it is, it is making it so apparent how much this hurts, this process hurts. And I'm not saying that, you know, my, my struggle is any harder than anybody else. Like you guys are going through, like, I'm so thankful that in this time, um, I've been able to salvage some parts of my job and somehow muster up uh, means of being able to, to provide for myself as well as some other people helping me. Um, when I needed help, which goes into my other wound, which I might've talked about this on a previous episode, um, about not being able to ask for help, that being one of mine. And so sitting in this, this quarantine, it's brought up some of the ugliest stuff that like, I know about it. You might know about what yours is and spiritually speaking, um, sitting down and having to to deal with those feelings and having to deal with those inadequacies and having to deal with, you know, like time feels like it's moving super slow and also incredibly fast. The days are just running together. I might've been wearing this outfit for the last three days. I don't care. I haven't seen anybody. <laughs> so with that, like it's been, it's been like a cleansing and a clearing and opening lots of pockets up of things that I haven't looked at in a while and maybe it's doing the same thing for you and it's causing you to really have to make some big decisions it's causing you to have to 
look up why do I think this or why do I feel this or when did this this belief occur or why is this so hard for me I mean it's hard for everybody it's collective trauma right but anyway I and this is this is this is going to be really hard for me because this is what makes this episode a little bit different um because this is something I've been struggling with for a while and particularly this week it's been real rough um I intuitively or someone one of my spirit guides or something had asked me and said you should mention this on your podcast all of the people who listen to you this far are usually spiritually inclined or interested in this I'm sure they know someone that you might be able to connect with use this network to be able to open that up and I was like oh no 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 (laughs) I'm not gonna I'm gonna ask people to hook me up with someone and the last maybe six months I've had quite a few people say and when in regards to romance and they're asking me about my life my single life or whatever and and a few people more than a handful have said I think you're going to meet them through your podcast what if you met them through your podcast and I'm like you know I just don't I just don't know and it's really hard for me to get behind an idea because it builds hope towards something and then I just get disappointed and I've been trying to protect myself I've been guarding myself against that disappointment because I've put myself out there so much and I've bit myself in a position that has been really scary and vulnerable and then fall on my face time and time again or have someone brutally use me or take advantage of me or reject me in ways that are barbaric and I can't, I can't handle it anymore. I can just, it's just tired. And I know some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about and how rough dating is in this day and age. Those of you guys who have been locked down for a while, and by lockdown I mean married, not quarantine. <laughs> um, the the scene out here is is something else, and it's been it's been super challenging to navigate i gave it the old college try in 2017 and i went on 87 dates in eight months and i wrote a whole book about it in fact i think the book drove why i went on so many dates but that's neither here nor there and i got into a space where i was looking at this from a statistical standpoint and thinking okay, well, you know, like you go, you put yourself out there however many times, like you're bound to find someone that you really like. But that's not what happened. In fact, it only fueled the higher belief that there's actually no one out there. I can't believe I went on hundred something dates in however many years and I haven't met anybody, not even one person that's been like a, like a boyfriend or something. And it started to make me think that there was something wrong with me. Something's wrong with Yulia. Like it, it further engorged that belief that I was not lovable and how painful that was, you know, to go get ready for a date and think when I show up, is he going to think I'm fat? Is he going to think I'm as pretty as I was in my photo or not? Or, you know, is he, is he lying to me? Is he a narcissist? <laughs> Am I going to be hoodwinked again? Um, I know that those are some of those fears. Now, I can't speak to what it's like on the man's end. So, like, guys, if you're listening, um, I'm not saying that this is the experience for every woman. It's just mine. But it's just been a, 
it's been a hard kind of like reconciliation of those belief systems in the midst of that. So imagine that you're holed up in quarantine in your hometown where you've never had a boyfriend and you feel trapped and it feels like a death sentence. It feels like, wow, like not only did I get all of my plans taken away this year for what I I was, you know, thinking I was going to do. And then in addition to that, now I feel like I'm in prison while time is walking by and my eggs are drying up. I hate saying it like that because I'm not like one of those people who's like super, super, I want a baby, but it's, it's the reality we're in. Okay. Um, and, and I'm being, I'm having to be like, this is so fucking personal. Like this is so vulnerable and cringy almost for me to say out loud, but like I've been in this, this, this space and like, I'm sure you can identify with that. And I'm trying to relate to you too. I know that there's something that you had planned this year or things that you had hope for. Maybe you made a vision board and you were like, this is the year that I meet the guy, or this is the year that, um, we have a baby, or this is the year we finally move abroad, or this is the year I finally make partner, or this is the year my business takes off. This is the year I win the lottery. I don't know whatever it was and everything that's been happening in the current climate, it's it, uh uh-uh, or at least it felt like that. So we're all going through this collective like grieving of what we thought was gonna happen, which is not happening. So that's what I've been dealing with this week and that's been like super, super challenging. It's made me feel uh, such a wealth of emotions even though on a conscious level, I'm like, you know what? Everything that's happening is happening for me, not to me. And everything that's happening is happening the way that it was supposed to happen, if you will. That's my belief system, or at least that's the only belief system I can really hold on to because if I believe that this is all just some random chaotic experiment, that might not fare well. Um, so I, I know that on some conscious level, right? Everything's going to be okay. Everything happens for, I wouldn't say for a reason, but everything has a purpose for why it's happening. And I'm, everything has a lesson behind it. And this has this, been this massive catalyst behind these lessons and, and into propelling us into healing our wounds and propelling us into facing our demons and our fears and so many things that we would not have been able to access without this kind of what I would always call the rug pool, the rug being pulled from underneath you. And in some ways, I, I feel like it's a little bit like, um, I would say that the universe challenges me and I tell them, oh, you can't do this in this circumstance. And it says, wait, here, hold my beer. (laughs) Like, I believe that something's not possible because I can't see the outcome of how it can happen. But the universe is like, Aaliyah, like you have such a limited perspective of how all this works. How, how, can, you, how can you limit yourself to such a finite way of, of, of believing or thinking? And I know this is about trust. I know this is about faith. I know this is about like getting myself to a place where I've fully surrendered and I'm able to let go of whatever I thought should be happening and get on board with what's happening. But I'm also human. You're also human. And sometimes, you know, shit just sucks. 
and sometimes it hurts and sometimes we don't want to work on our wounds sometimes we just want to cry I want to kick stuff I want to break shit I was talking to one of my friends the other day and she was like you know I went out to the park the other day and I grabbed a stick and I just beat it for a solid 10 minutes <laughs> and she beat a rock in the middle of the park just going at it and I was like good for you like you just like blow off some steam um this is a part of our humanity this is a big part of our discovering what the human experience is like and if we incarnated on this planet during this time during all this these catalysts catali everyone say it <laughs> then there's some purpose being served here we're learning something we're gearing up for something we're preparing for something we're growing for something something bigger that we can't see and so while i hold that belief man it's still really hard so one of my my wounds, as I already said, is asking for help or asking for anything, right? It's really difficult for me. Um, I developed this this belief early on that either one, I wasn't worthy of what I was asking for, or I was a burden because I was asking for it, and I didn't want to. I don't want to burden anyone. I didn't want to put anybody out. And <laughs> um, funny enough, my I was talking to one of my friends today, and um, she had it already as a nudge. Um, but then she said it and she said, you need to ask your, ask your listeners. And I'm like, okay, like this is the, this, I heard it already internally and now I'm hearing it out of your mouth the same, the same time. So that must mean something. And so here I am guys, <laughs> I am going to ask for your help in connecting me to my soulmate why not right and this is this is so vulnerable for me this is so uncomfortable you probably listen to this and be like oh my god I can't believe she's doing that I can't believe I'm doing it so this must be some type of growth or just crazy right <laughs> we're all experimenting with this quarantine but this podcast has been it's a it's a diary of my process of growth it's been my opening to you guys connecting with you guys relating with you guys if you've listened to every episode up to this point you know me I might not know you but you know me you know the way that I think what you've heard me say some of you have come to me and talked talk to me about how how much something I've said to you has has meant something to you and I'm always boggled by that because I'm thinking like wow like I'm just talking about being a broken human and what that looks like on the spiritual experience. And in addition to the people that I interview, I've learned so much. Um, so if you followed my journey up to this point, then you might be the best person <laughs> to suggest or have someone in mind. So as weird as this might sound, and it sounds weird to me too, um, I think that if you have someone in mind that you think would be a good fit for me, um, then send them your favorite episode of this podcast. And I don't know, do your magic, I guess. <laughs> um, this is me trying to trust the universe in the way that it's been nudging me and the way that I felt super uncomfortable uh, to be able to open myself up to you guys in that way to me I'm scared of feeling needy or desperate or 
so many of those things. And, you know, I don't want to be the 35 year old woman who's like, oh my God, I'm single and I just can't, you know, like I need to get married and da da da. Cause I'm not that person. Like, I've been married before. I know what it takes to be in a marriage and I know how hard it is. And I'm very thoughtful and aware of like what that would look like. And I've been doing that work, the guttural, anguishing work that it takes to look at yourself and look at where your faults are and look at where you need to heal, look at where you attracted something in that was not so good for you. And and what it looks like to surrender to it. And so I guess in my request, this is a part of my surrender. And I can't believe I'm going to post this online, but I feel this is, you guys are getting to walk, walk, watch me grow in my faith too. Um, you're getting to see me step out in places that feel so uncomfortable and open up the powers that be, the magic that could happen in the universe in asking in asking for what it is that you want. Like the law of attraction always talks about ask, believe, and receive. And I don't think I've ever asked anyone for this. I've asked the universe and said, yo, like, hey, like, where's he at? <laughs> Bless me with this partner. Bless me with this career. Bless me with this home. Bless me with this. Um, and you know, for, for the most part, like those things come in, but I mean, guys, this is a different level. <laughs> this is a, this is something else. So anyway, if you know someone who is spiritually woke, amazing, self-aware, um, loves people, I don't know. I don't have like many of these things I'm going to list out on here. This, that would be weird. Um, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to put it in, in the universe's hands and say, like, if you feel like you have a soulmate for me, not like someone you just like, and you happen to think you want to suggest, like, I am in the process of calling in my soulmate and a person that I've known for a few lifetimes and who I can feel is close by. And maybe it comes through you. I don't know. Maybe that's why I started this podcast. Um, I didn't start this podcast to meet a guy. Let that, let, let that be clear first. <laughs> but maybe that's a bonus of starting this podcast. Um, getting very real about the things that I want and how to ask for them to, in order to manifest those things. Maybe it's putting down my pride and, and opening up in such a vulnerability that takes my guard down in such a big way that allows something to come in and also get beyond embarrassment or shame in asking because like if it wasn't this I mean it's it's hard for me to ask for a slice of pizza you know like <laughs> to ask someone for something for for whatever reason that's a big wound of mine um but particularly during this time of isolation a lot of other people have had to learn how to ask how to ask for help how to ask for hope how to ask for connection and resources. And in a lot of ways, it's it's unifying us, right? Like we're coming into connection. We're able to show and shower appreciation for people um, that we don't know and 
we're staying home to save lives. Like we're, we're, this is an act of solidarity, which is really beautiful. And in that way, it's, 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 we're not like social distancing. We're just physically distancing. We're probably even more connected than we were before because now we value and we look at the relationships in our life that we missed and we needed some time to to not take those for granted. We needed some time to to get down and get real about what we feel like is missing in our life or you know what's what's important to us. I've had a few people ask me about like all my traveling and they're like, "How do you expect to meet someone when you're always up and going somewhere?" I said, "I'm always going up somewhere because like I'm trying to meet somebody." <laughs> somebody. Um that's not why I'm traveling. Usually I'm going for work or something, but I had always had in my head that that, that would be how I met someone. I would met some, meet someone outside of here this way. And so I didn't feel like I was in contradiction to my path because it just always seemed like that would be the way I met somebody. But perhaps I was wrong. I mean, so far I was. Um, but now we all have to kind of stay put. We're all stationary and, and look very deeply into that. So anyway... I won't drag this on, but the, the, the real like kind of over overlanding message is like during this time we've had, we've had to get very real about what it is that we want in our life. What did we take for granted? Um, what are we looking for? How do we connect to other people and how do we ask for what it is that we want? How do we manifest and call in the things that we want? You know, how do we get beyond our wounds, get beyond our embarrassment, become vulnerable and unify with people and connect to people in ways that we haven't before. And how do we grow? Like there's so much beauty that's going to come out of this. And I'm saying this to you from the most resentful, like angry, like week that I've had. Like I've been, I've been all kinds of torn up and I cannot refute the beauty that's going to come out of this. I am mourning my plans. I'm sure you are too. I am mourning the loss of time. I'm mourning feeling like certain things will never happen and like certain limiting beliefs I didn't know that were in the, the, the fucking depth of my belly. I didn't know they were sitting there and they, they came out and I was like, oh, I'm surprised that came out of my mouth. Oh, I didn't know I still thought that. I didn't know that still bothered me. I didn't know I still wanted that. So it's been really eye-opening in that way. And also very weird to get on here and share that part of myself with you and be that vulnerable with you in hopes that for yourself, in observing my weird ass requests that you would start to look in your own life about places and areas that you haven't asked for what it is that you wanted that perhaps like you haven't even allowed yourself to want what you wanted because you would fear you were fearful of being disappointed god i know what that's like i understand that more than i want to admit that disappointment is is so painful and you will put up walls and protect yourself from even the things that you want because you're so afraid you'll never get them. So that's been a very, very real 
it's been just a super, super real part of what I think quarantine has brought out for me. And I don't know if that's the same for you, but um, from the people that I've been kind of connecting with and talking to lately, that seems like that's what's going on with them. So, yeah, I just, that's really all I wanted to say. I just, I felt, first of all, I feel super weird that I just asked you guys to hook me up with someone. But not just anyone. <laughs> if you have my soulmate in mind. Um, but whatever. Like, what do I have to lose? I don't have anything to lose. What do you have to lose? What is it that you've been ignoring that you really want in your life? that you think you can't get and that you have some pretty strong beliefs around. Oh, this will never happen. Or I can't do this because of this. Or like, what are those limiting beliefs? Acknowledge them, hug them, and recognize that those beliefs are there because at some point you needed protection from the thing that it is that you wanted. At some point you got hurt because of the thing that you wanted. And so those limiting beliefs came there because it, 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 it was a means of boundary and protection to guard yourself from being disappointed, from being hurt. And I don't know, this, this time is something very strongly I feel that is like trying to rip those beliefs from me. I have it coming up over and over and over and over and over and I can hear it and I go, that is not what I believe not on a conscious level, but I've, I developed it somewhere subconsciously and it is sitting there waiting for me to look it in the eye and say, I see you. I accept you. I still love you. Meaning myself, not the belief, but knowing that like, if you can love yourself where you're at, if you can love yourself in your pain, you can accept yourself and love that part of yourself that feels that hurt. You can love yourself, that part of yourself that you feel is is immature or hasn't grown or whatever that is and stop resisting who that is. I think for a very long time I've been resisting feeling like I don't want to look needy. I don't want to have to ask for help. And in that energy of not wanting to ask for help, I've also told the world I can do everything by myself. I don't I don't need anyone. So energetically I've been, I've been in protest, not even knowing that, saying, I can do life by myself. Don't worry about me because I don't want to be disappointed by anybody. So I put that wall up. No more. <laughs> I've been working on it for the last year, but I just wanted to share it guys with you guys recently that it's just really like been strong. So anyway, I'm just rambling now, but I love and adore you guys. I'm so thankful um, for this platform. I'm so thankful to be able to connect with you guys. I'm so thankful for the people that it's brought in my life. My goodness, I've already made so many friends. Um, and I just appreciate your support and your your listenership. Um, even if you don't have a soulmate in mind for me, please share your favorite episode and help us grow. Um, that's another ask that I'm getting more comfortable with asking. Um, I hope that you got something out of this episode. I hope that you felt less alone in this time, knowing that someone else is going through it pretty bad too, <laughs> um, that no one has all the answers and it is completely normal to be feeling what you're feeling right now. So um, I hope that you got some something positive out of it. And 
I definitely got a chance to put myself, make myself more vulnerable, even if it yields nothing physical anyway. It, it definitely gave me an opportunity to clear something energetically and allow myself to open my heart to whoever hears this and give the universe a chance to show me its magic. That's all. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Interested in becoming a client for energy coaching? Find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.